0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dr. Rao, let me start with this. The National Advisory Committee on Immunization, NACI, is recommending boosters for each Canadian over 50, and after six months, for those 18 to 49 years of age and double-vaxxed. What are your thoughts on that to begin with?
1: So... You know roy my chain thoughts haven't changed that much from when i spoke to you a few weeks ago i think we have to be selective it's not wrong for people over 50 to get a booster but you have to ask yourself what is it achieving and how much science is supporting this and rather than triple boosting uh, a certain group of people maybe making sure people who haven't been vaccinated is a bigger priority we don't have that many people left Who should be vaccinated but getting to those people especially if they are in front-facing jobs or older that's probably more important than adding a bit of gravy to everybody's uh, turkey you know and that's kind of what we're doing here and i'm not sure that boosting is really going to change things with regards to delta and especially with regards to the new omicron we have a waning immunity problem and The vaccine has achieved what it should in terms of keeping people out of hospital, but what it's not going to achieve, even with three boosters, is stop the virus from circulating. And we're already seeing people running scared, treating people who are vaccinated the same as those who are unvaccinated when it comes to travel. So the whole faith in the vaccine stopping transmission is being questioned at a policy and practical level now.
0: Yeah, let me just uh, get onto this issue of the vaccinated being treated as the unvaccinated. We were told Two vaccines would deliver protection, and life would go on, perhaps with caution, but the two vaccinations would be what we require. Now, double vaccination isn't necessarily going to be enough, and we have the CEO of Moderna telling the Financial Times that current vaccines, maybe his own, may not be affected, effective rather against Omicron. What, what, do you, uh, what do you make of all of this? How do you interpret this?
1: So we don't know that for sure. There's probably going to be some protection, at least from hospital admission and death. So when it comes to transmission or prevention of infection, maybe it's true that with Omicron, the vaccines don't work so well based on what they're seeing in South Africa right now. So if that's the case, we have to stop and take stock. We don't just run like chickens with our heads cut off and start doing more and more crazy things. We stop and take stock. And let's look back at what happened when we had no vaccine. Wave one ended without masks. All right. We sheltered. The most vulnerable. We didn't do a good job of it. Now we know more. We can use testing. We know we can protect the most vulnerable with the vaccines they already have. But we're, we have a very small group of people who have been vaccinated who hey, may lose their immunity. We go and boost them. We don't go and boost the planet. Because boosting everybody over 50 is not going to stop the circulation of this virus. And then we have to take stock of how serious is the impact of the virus transmission on the healthcare system. And if the whole goal of this flattening the curve was to preserve the healthcare system, and if the healthcare system is not strained, why are we doing this song and dance? Those are kind of the bigger back to first principle questions that we
0: have to start asking. Mm-hmm. On the issue of air travel, I'd like your thoughts on this. Air travelers may have to wait up to three days in isolation on arrival uh, for COVID 19 test results in Canada. Not easy if you're taking a a second flight to your destination. Anyway, so we have that. We have the arrive can challenges with people who've gone over the border for a couple of hours, didn't fill out the application properly. They are vaccinated. They come home and they have to isolate. At the same time, we're told we, as you just mentioned, we don't know just how infectious Omicron is more than others We're told variants, but we don't know. And we don't know how serious uh, the any infection is going to turn out to be. Is the reaction of the governments, as far as travel is concerned. Let's start with that. Are they being appropriate or are they overreacting?
1: They're not even following their own expert advice, first of all. I think they're doing their own thing. I think it's become very political. They look to their left, they look to their right, find a country that's more cautious than they are, and they try to copy them. So if Biden says do X, we do X plus Y. That's kind of how it seems to work. Second thing is, if you're going to test people after they arrive, you have to find ways to be practical about this. So Why are we doing PCR testing? Well, you can get an instant answer with an antigen test. Yes, the antigen test isn't as sensitive as PCR. It won't pick up every case, but it's still pretty darn good. Let's aim for a B plus or an A minus, not an A plus, and have people at home for three days waiting for results. If you have an antigen test, you have an instant answer. This is if you're going to test. If you're going to test people after they return, then don't ask them to be tested before they return. stop the pcr test before you come back which is still part of the package so right now somebody who's going abroad is going to need a test before they leave before they get to another country sometimes after they arrive say the uk then before they come home they have to do a test and then they have to do a test after they come back so that's four tests not very practical no are we i I have another comment i would make those why can't we look at antigen tests even before returning This is a government that's intransigent about the use of antigen tests. The Americans don't do this. And then finally, when it comes to the border, the land border, why can't we copy the US and do exactly what they do? They're saying, okay, no arrive US app. If you've got your vaccine, you're allowed to come across and we can audit you. We can do the same thing. There are a lot of older people don't run around with a smartphone who are being penalized by this. We have those anecdotes you described. Why can't we be reasonable when it comes to the land border and stop using an app just because we paid an IT development team to make one?
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.